0: Support for this podcast and the following message come from WISE, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With WISE, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how WISE could work for you at WISE.com.
1: This is State of Ukraine. I'm Steve Inskeep with NPR's best reporting on a war that is changing the world. What can the United States do about atrocities in Ukraine? Images of bodies in the streets of a Kiev suburb have captured the attention of the world. Reporters are now in Bucha, from which Russian troops withdrew last week, so the video is backed up by eyewitness accounts today. A woman said Russian troops detained her husband and he later turned up dead. She buried him in the garden. Survivors said other people were shot while driving, and were dumped in a mass grave. All of this according to AP correspondents who were there. Today, President Biden talked of a war crimes trial for Russian President Vladimir Putin. It's not clear how the leader of a nuclear-armed nation would be brought to such a trial but Europeans are sending investigators to Bucha. Russia wanted to discuss its version of events at the United Nations this week. Russia talks of it all being a fake. Instead, the United Nations will discuss something else, kicking Russia out of the UN Human Rights Council. Linda Thomas-Greenfield, the U.S. ambassador to the United Nations, has been traveling in Romania next to Ukraine, and she told NPR's Michelle Martin she wants to work on expelling Russia from the council this week.
2: It's more than symbolic, and it does have force because it continues what we have started, and that is to isolate Russia and to call them out for what they're doing. They have a narrative that what they're doing is normal. This is not normal they will hear from the entire world that we will not continue to allow their misinformation, their, their propaganda to be used in a, on a UN platform.
0: You know, there are other members of the Human Rights Council that have records of human rights records that the other parts of the world deem questionable. I'm thinking specifically of China, Venezuela, some might argue Eritrea, Sudan. Um, you can anticipate... Russia will argue that Russia is being held to a higher standard, and that they will argue that this is all made up. I mean, how does the U.S. Russia tend to should be
2: held to a higher standard. They are a permanent member of the Security Council. They have a responsibility uh, to behave uh, and, and purport themselves like a country that cares about the U.N. charter, that cares about U.N. values,
0: and it's clear they, they do not. I mean, how do you respond to that when Russia has been saying that this is all fake, that these are crisis actors and that it's just all made up? I mean, how do you penetrate you that? You keep exposing them. And we know that this is Russia's uh,
2: propaganda. We know it's misinformation, but we know the truth. And we have to make sure that everyone else knows the truth this Is
0: there way. anything else the U.S. can do unilaterally or with, in partnership with allies apart from the steps that you're taking at the, at the United Nations? We
2: are continuing to look at Every uh, option we have on the table to uh, call Russia out, to isolate Russia, uh, to unify the world uh, against Russia. And in fact, I think we've been extraordinarily successful in unifying the world i don't think he expected that nato would unify in the face of his uh, extraordinary uh, atrocities uh, but he's seen that he has he he actually has succeeded
0: in unifying us something i don't think he wanted to do i just want to point out that we're conducting this conversation at the train station where some refugee services have been set up because many people are coming across so what you're hearing now is literally train announcements. Let's go to the main purpose of your visit, which is to thank these two countries who have become both destinations and transit centers for refugees. You announced in the the course of your visit here, but earlier in Moldova, a large $50 million aid package for Moldova. What is that for? Why why is it necessary?
2: Well, it's necessary to support uh, the government and the people of Moldova. Uh, Moldova is one of the poorest countries in Europe. Uh, it's a small country, uh, having uh, thousands of refugees pour into their border has had a tremendous impact, and it's been challenging for them both on in terms of their economy and and their budget. And that fifty million dollars is intended to uh, provide them with support, for example, uh, support at the border in in receiving refugees.
0: What what is are they seeing a different group of people coming across now? I know in both countries, it what had been a flood has become something of a trickle. There's still like a couple hundred people coming across every day. Are you seeing different kinds of people from earlier? What, what yeah. are you seeing? I'm hearing it's
2: still uh, in the thousand a mm-hmm. day in in, uh, in both countries. What I'm hearing is that the initial move were people who were moving before the situation got uh, worse. They were in their cars. uh, They were with their families. They were not as traumatized. What we're seeing now are people who are truly traumatized. I talked to a young woman yesterday, and she said her her apartment was destroyed in front of her eyes. Uh, And I'm told that as I met with some of the uh, medical personnel today, uh, that they're seeing uh, people who require a lot of psychological support. What's it been like for you, if you don't mind my asking? It's been emotional. Uh, It's been painful to see how horrific one man's actions can have on on these refugees. And we've seen the pictures of the buildings uh, that have been uh, completely destroyed. But what you and I have seen here in, in Romania and in Moldova are people. We're seeing people whose lives have been destroyed.
0: Madam Ambassador, thank you for speaking with us. I'm sorry about the circumstances, but thank you for spending this
1: time with us and today. Thank you so much for all of your reporting. She spoke with Michelle Martin in Romania, one base for aid to Ukraine. Now, a glance at the Russian news site RT this afternoon mentioned the killings in Bucha, but it was not the lead story. And their account was dominated by allegations from Russia's presidential spokesman about faked incidents. Russia's last independent media sources have closed, so who in that country still has access to the truth? People who have a VPN, that's who. A virtual private network, which gives them private access to Internet content that may otherwise be blocked. Andy Yen is the leader of Proton, the encrypted mail service, which also has a VPN service, and he discussed VPNs with Aisha Roscoe.
3: Could you just start by giving us your simplest explanation of how a VPN works?
4: Well, what a VPN is doing is, it's essentially encrypting your internet connection and establishing a new connection uh, from what appears to be a different location. So in the situation when you have censorship, uh, like today in Russia, what a VPN does is it creates an encrypted tunnel or connection uh, to a server outside of Russia, uh, and that network and that server outside of Russia uh, doesn't uh, face censorship. And through there, you're able to access information resources that are maybe blocked in the country that you're actually based in.
3: And so how has use of your products
4: changed since the beginning of the war? Well, VPNs have many purposes. Uh, and you know a lot of it is actually security and privacy so even mm-hmm. before the start of the war in fact there were vpn users in russia just like there's vpn users in the us and in europe and in yeah. any other country uh but vpns also have the added advantage of being in a very effective tool for uh, you know bypassing censorship in certain situations and what we have seen in uh, russia is actually a tenfold increase. So the usage of Proton VPN has gone up by around a thousand percent since the beginning of the war.
3: Now, on on the one hand, it, it would sound like this is great for business. On the other hand, you know we know that there have been sweeping financial sanctions that have made it harder for foreign companies to operate in Russia and for Russians to pay for services. So, what has that environment meant for Proton?
4: Well, there is no means for Russian consumers to pay for services in the West. Uh, You know, credit cards are not working, PayPal is not working, uh, even SWIFT payments for, for bank transfers are not working. Uh, And in this situation, Western tech companies really have two choices, right? Um, One is you can pull out of the country and stop serving customers because you can't make money from it anymore. And this is indeed the path that most businesses have taken. If you want to stay in the country, uh, all you can really do is offer your services for free. So today... The the people in Russia that are using um, Proton services, whether it's Proton Mail or Proton VPN, uh, even if they have invoices that are due, uh, we're simply not charging them and waiving uh, the fees uh, because that's the only way in which we can, you know, maintain services for them.
3: But will you be able to to keep that up long term? Because you know, it doesn't seem like this conflict is going to end anytime soon.
4: Yes. Well. We are clearly, of course, losing money uh, today on every single Russian user because there's no means for them to pay us. Uh, But I think we have really a strong uh, moral obligation to be in there and be present and, you know, um, provide freedom of information in Russia for as long as possible
3: for for years now uh Russia has been trying to restrict the use of VPNs um and in recent weeks the Russian government have, you know has criminalized speech that runs contrary to their propaganda about the war in Ukraine what should VPN users be thinking about when they log in like how safe are they
4: mm. Even today, in you know, in Russia, there isn't really a track record of people being in prison for using a VPN. In fact, usage of a VPN by consumers is not actually illegal. Um, so the main concern I think consumers, uh, you know, in Russia and outside of Russia, uh, need to be aware of when picking VPN is really that you know not all VPNs are created equal. Especially today in Russia, where it's mostly free VPNs, uh, the issue that I see quite often is many free VPNs, um, you know, have business models that are not actually pro privacy. So what these VPNs are doing is they're actually monitoring, tracking, you know, um, collecting user information and then reselling that. Uh, it's also very hard to identify who is actually owning and running some of these VPNs. So you know, when you're using a VPN, you're essentially trusting uh, that company to, you know, have access to your most sensitive internet browsing activity if they wanted to. Uh, and that's why it's very important to choose the right one.
3: That's Andy Yin, CEO of Proton VPN. Thanks very much.
4: Yes, thanks for having me.
1: And this is State of Ukraine from NPR News, NPR's best reporting on a war that is changing the world. You can get regular updates in this feed. Nina Kravinsky produced and Catherine Laidlaw edited this episode. I'm Stephen Skepe.
0: This message comes from NPR sponsor Oracle Cloud Infrastructure. OCI is the platform for database, application development and AI needs. Do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8 and Databricks Mosaic. Take a free test drive at oracle.com/npr. This message comes from NPR
3: sponsor homes.com. When you're home shopping as a parent, you have lots of questions about local schools. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by a dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework.